Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome to Not Basic Blonde podcast and today's guest is TV personality, model, actor and entrepreneur Tribble Reese. Let's welcome him on my podcast. Can you can you insert some fake applause so that we can make my entrance just a little bit more like impressive, Olga? Oh, don't worry. I'm going to have like um music and intro but yeah, I guess for you especially, I will I will insert some, yeah. No, I, yeah, that's perfect. I'm kidding. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. So, let's dive in. Would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Yes. Um, my name is Tribble Reese. Reese. Reese works too, but so it's, it's pronounced Reese, like the, like the candy. Um, I'm 34. <laughs> four years old I live in Atlanta here and I've lived here for 10 years and I am uh, just a guy that enjoys um, making other people look good feel good play good because I just like being a person that kind of lives what he embodies and that's why I just opened a new business that I guess we'll get into later but I'm just a regular dude with long hair (laughs) that's nice but you're not just regular dude come on would you please tell us more about your TV career and how did you get on the show? Yes. So my TV career, I've done some acting back in the day, just some like extra work and and some other just kind of minor small roles. So there's that side. But then my career kind of really take off. I never was never really loved acting because I always liked being myself. And but I love just being on camera in any kind of capacity. And so. Um, I've done some reality TV um, through the years, and um, uh, I was first on a reality show called Sweet Home Alabama, which is a show on, it's a show very similar to The Bachelor, it's on CMT, but instead of, it's basically like, it pairs country girls versus city girls, so that's the little nuance that it has, that it has that differentiates it, but it was um, my first reality show. And I was the guy going after the girl, and I fell in love on TV, and I fell in love kind of in real life because I was, like, smitten by the girl. And then I ended up coming in second on that show, and I was devastated. I didn't understand why. And then I um, ended up being the guy uh, for the second season. So I was the guy going after 12 city girls and 12 country girls. <laughs> That's that was thing. <laughs> I know, right? It was as interesting as an, uh, a great way of putting it, because it was, whew, it was, it was definitely full on. I mean, it was, it was just a cool experience. It was well produced. Um, the producer Andrew Glassman, he does a lot of good stuff, and it was just, 
it was a lot of fun. I mean, I got to see both sides of it being one of the guys like hanging out with other guys in the house, like going after one, one girl. And then the second season, I got to be the guy kind of on an island having, you know, to deal with or, or getting to choose from, from a bunch of, from a bunch of women. It was, it was an interesting contrast, but what they don't tell you is like, it's kind of a mind. Can I cuss on this podcast? Yeah. Well, it was kind of a mind fuck because the producers we couldn't really the the Bachelor and Bachelorette they get um they get like sweet cards and they get to hang off hang hang out with people off camera but with ours every time that they would we would do the shot or get like the the date they would film it and then at the end even if we were making out or things were kind of like getting hot and heavy they'd be like all right that's it and they would split us up and so it was and, and we had to go back to our respective rooms or areas and it was just kind of like a it was it was definitely that's why i say interesting is a great way of describing oh wow but, I, I didn't even know they could do that like just like stop you and you know control you so much i know and it, it, it's trust me and and as it, it, in both circumstances it's tough because we're, you know, you, you really are who you are on camera. I think everybody that goes down there, some people, you, you really end up, you know, after, you know, some drinks get flowing and you got, you kind of reveal who you are, you're, you're making out with somebody and you're not like holding back. You're like getting in, you know, you're passionately kissing somebody. And then it's like, you almost forget the cameras are there. And then all of a sudden you have somebody tap on you, tap you on your shoulder and you're they're like, okay, um, <clears throat> that, that, that's it. And it's just a weird dynamic to kind of experience. <laughs> that's funny. What yeah. was the last show you were on? What was the, so yeah, I did, I did that. And that kind of kicked off like, you know, the reality career. It's like, not like I was doing reality shows. I would just kind of find opportunities where people would find me. And so the next one I did was a show called The New Atlanta. And it was filmed on, it was filmed for Bravo and it was here in Atlanta. And it was basically like the real housewives of Atlanta, but more of like a meets real world Atlanta. It was kind of like they followed five of us around Atlanta and um, just about, about our different lives and our businesses and like, you know, where, where we were going in life. And um, that was, that was a different kind of experience. I feel like I was, um, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't as well produced. I feel like it was, they tried to force drama a lot of times on us and we didn't really get to know the other, um, people on the show as much. I feel like every, the only time I really saw the other people that were on the show was when we were filming. So it kind of, it kind of felt, felt forced at times, but it was, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun little, a fun little show to be on as well it didn't get picked up for a second season i think because they were trying to force some like serious drama and then some of the you know other people on the show would take that drama seriously and it was just kind of like yeah it just kind of all, all felt, felt a little forced but um it was just another experience it made me appreciate the how well the other show had been produced as well so those are the two kind of main um reality shows have been on and I was a principal character in Braxton Family Values on WeTV um, a couple of years ago through three or four years ago so I've just done a bunch of different things because uh, I love being on camera I've hosted some stuff and, and and anything that I can be myself and just kind of shine shine to the, the make an impact on the greatest number of people that's what I enjoy doing 
Nice. I saw your video when you just walk into airplane, like on the plane, and you just start like the song, and people looking at you. That was kind yeah. of fun. Yeah, that's my. Um, so that's what I I didn't. This is right. I, so I started when, right when I was on t uh, uh, the first reality show. That's when that's when Instagram first came out, and so I had all this influx of people that came that started following me because they saw me on the TV show, and it was like, oh, that's so new. This is cool, and then I. I was thinking, how, how do I keep people around? Like, how do I how do I engage with these people and give them a reason to keep following me? And like, so I started creating my own content. And I don't have, I've I've never had musical talent. I've never picked up an instrument. I've always played sports, and I've I've never sung. Yeah, I don't sing unless it's at karaoke. So I don't know if my voice is there. But I did, knew knew that I loved being the performer, and and so lip syncing was naturally the content that I kind of started creating and doing, and and it's still to this day what I, you know, any girly song that I identify with that I think that people will, you know, get a laugh out of. I, I love doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was fun. But what do you do when strangers come up to you and ask you to take a picture? You know, when that happens, I I love it. Like, you know, a lot of people, when it was the reality TV TV days, I always like to make an impact. I really do. And I, I, I'm so humbled and honored and that, that anybody would, A, know who I was and, and B, um, you know, have the fortitude to come ask me to take a picture with them because I... I just think it's so cool that people want to connect and I'm, I'm so open to connecting with people and hearing people's stories. And so I'm always, I always love when people come and ask me to take a picture. And I usually like insist that we take like 10, 10 pictures and then throw in a boomerang and then maybe like a video shout out. Like I just, I, I like take over and make sure that they get their full, their full uh, fill of triple whenever, whenever I interact with strangers, but it's cool to see. Just around the Atlanta area, you know, mostly it's for social media. But then when the show was on and, and, and even, you know, I've been out west and it's just been randomly. The plane videos are very popular. So it's like it's cool to see how far the following extends or how, how, how many people, you know, randomly have seen videos or recognize me. It's it's it's, it's fun to see. That's fun. I had a funny story with taking pictures. So I was in LA and I met Adam Sandler in Whole Foods. He was with his wife and two kids <laughs> i asked him to take a picture with me and he was like girls go to mommy <laughs> so he took a picture with me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he said girls go to mommy yeah he's like because <laughs> he was with kids <laughs> so did you did you take a did you take a selfie or did you have to have no. like i asked my friend i was with my friend so she took picture of us <laughs> That's awesome. Was he trying to like, did he, did he give you an extra like there? Did he hug you extra tight or like wrap your arm, wrap his arm around you lower than he would have if the. No, he was proper, <laughs> but he did wrap his arm around my waist. But I mean, he he kept it proper and, you know, <laughs> he, he might have been pro he might have acted proper, but maybe I, I can't speak for him because I've, I've heard Adam's a very nice guy, but I, yeah, he's telling his kids to go to mommy. Maybe he wasn't thinking so proper. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was so funny at that time. <laughs> yeah, but do you like, do you like, I mean, so you have no shame in going to ask, you know, celebrities. For no. Because it, no. it definitely, I mean, it takes, I, I, I met John Hamm at the Super Bowl party last year and he was, <laughs> I'm usually kind of like, I, I try to be respectful and not like, not that asking people for pictures is just disrespectful, but I, I just, 
they've always got so much going on and so many handlers. But I caught John Ham, the guy from Mad Men, <clears throat> Mad Men outside of the, uh, the 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 VIP restroom shot, and he almost fell down the stairs. And I literally have this epic picture of me, like you know, selfie <laughs> with him, where I just went up beside him, and I was like. John, let's take a picture. And he's like, Ugh. and his eyes are so bloodshot. He looks so drunk, but it's, it's, it's one of my, the only times that I've gone up to a celebrity and, and asked them for a picture. I might, I might start doing it more. Time. When I see somebody like at the fashion shows, I met Patrick Starr. I took pictures with him twice. And, you know, I just, just come up to them and tell them like, I love what they do. And I love them. Basically, I'm a huge fan. And I was like, can I take a picture with you? They're like, Sure. And, you know, they never say no. <laughs> Doesn't hurt to well, ask. They never say no because look at you. I mean, who's going to say no to the Olga? Like, I mean, I, and I also think it's easier for girls to do, you know, like, like a pretty girl can pretty much get anything she wants in this life. So, like, you taking a picture and, and, and not many guys and, 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 and girls. I mean, not many people are going to say no to you because I feel like you have such a presence. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, there are some characters that they try. <laughs> they, they try? Yeah, I say no, but <laughs> it doesn't but, work. But you're like, no. Nah. And, and also, you are English is not your first language. So a lot of times, that's like an easy icebreaker that people might that people might be like, okay, she's 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 not from around here. I guess I can do this because like she obviously doesn't know how we do things here in America, where you have to be cordial <laughs> and nice. Like, no, obviously she's she's misinformed. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's not a case, but. <laughs> 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 do you enjoy TV? Do I enjoy TV? Do do is that is that, is that your question? Yeah. Do you enjoy being on TV? Yeah, like I said, like I I enjoy um I come alive when the camera comes on. Like I like I I not that I'm I feel like TV here here's a I feel like TV money, alcohol, those three things in life they make you more of who you are. Like you kind of can't hide. Like it really it puts a microscope or a magnifying glass on who you are. And I I love myself and I'm like proud of myself and, and, and like I, I, I get along with myself. And so I have nothing really to hide. And so I welcome the opportunity to be on TV and to reach more people and just to like spread love um, in whatever capacity that, that, that it's happening. I mean, whether it's a, a hosting gig, you know, I just hosted a this wasn't on TV, but this is, I, I, I get the same feeling of coming alive. I hosted a charity event in front of 1,500 people this past weekend, and it, it was awesome. Like, it was for charity, like, it was this lip sync battle, and the energy was great, and I just love tapping into that, whether it be on stage or whether it be behind the camera um, or, or whatever it may be. I, I, I love it. Wow, that sounds awesome. But I know besides being on TV, you also have the cryotherapy business. Can you tell us more about it? Yes, cryotherapy is something that I got into because I I took a big a big took a big step back in life um, in 2018, and I really I, I I just took a long hard look at my life and I asked myself was I 
you know, even though, even though I was happy, I, I just feel like I wasn't living the life that God that I that I was supposed to live on this earth. And so I, I, I took this long, and it's been a long and winding road since then. But for 2018, I thought that I was gonna really take some time off socially from dating, from from even a career. Like I had some money saved up, so I I, I broke away from a startup that I was working with, and I was like you know what, I just need this to be my time. So I focus and set up the rest of my life and make sure that the compass is pointing in the right direction. So 2018, I thought I was going to kind of do this influencer thing. I thought I was going to kind of work with different brands. But for me, it was like this time where I was searching for all things, authenticity with me. And I, and I was, if you want to say like even quote unquote, as cliche as it may, may sound, I was finding myself in Wusaw, whatever you want to say. But but for real, I was having to to go deep inward, and the timing wasn't right for me to do like like you know I have have what a hundred thousand fan or hundred thousand followers on Instagram, and so I'm not to the point where I would basically have to do like fifteen twenty pieces of content a month to make the money you know that, that I would have wanted to make, and it would just been a lot of dealing with people wanting me to be different. People, me, people wanting me to be like this different persona that I love, but at the, at the time it just it just wasn't the right timing. So, um, and so I kept kind of kind of staying the course, hoping that I would have this lightning bolt aha moment where all of it would come together and this would just be this perfect kind of storm. But um, it didn't happen. So it, it or the, the idea never came for me. So I was running out of money and my. One of my buddies from Charleston had opened this cryotherapy store there and they were doing well. And so he he asked if I would want to expand it to Atlanta. And I was like, at first I was like, wait, this isn't my idea. No, no, no. I had my like blinders on. I was like, I don't think I don't think this is what I want to do. And then after I looked at it like a couple months later and like he called me again, I was like, you know what? This this checks this for me, this checks a lot of boxes and it kind of feels like the right next step. I mean, what what? For me, I love my passion. My mission in life is 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 making people feel special about being in their own skin. And I and I actually even train, like you know, I personal train or teach teach classes on the side. And I love that, like just pouring into people and making them feel good about themselves. And cryotherapy is essentially another way that I that I get to do that through the different through the different services that we offer with the cryotherapy, the infrared sauna. We have some compression therapy and then we have like, you know, some cryo beauty stuff that we do with cryo cryofacials and all this other kind of stuff. So it's it's a cool way to connect and build. And and also it's something where I just have a nice foundation of something that I'm, I'm proud of. But that would have been a long answer. <laughs> no, that's a perfect answer. <laughs> would well, you take what a picture of... with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of health? benefits does it provide so cryotherapy is really good for have you ever done cryotherapy no i'm going to you're coming to see me next week yeah you're coming to see me i want you to promise me that publicly right now okay i'll try my best and and you will and, and you won't be weirded out when i ask to take a picture with you i <laughs> know okay well, I have people coming up and asking me to take a picture with them <laughs> in Whole Foods and stuff, like around Atlanta or somewhere. They see me, they they're like, "Oh, not basic blonde. Can I take a picture with you?" Like, oh yeah, 
I think when I met you out, I wanted I asked you if I could take a picture. Like I, I will say I have no shame in asking somebody if I've had some some drinks. And I think I was like <laughs> I was even asking you that. So I appreciate you being nice to little old me. <laughs> Thank you. So um, so the health benefits, and you're gonna see this firsthand, Olga. You will you will you'll be able to see this. But basically, by getting the chamber is very cold. You're in there for three minutes, and the the, the temperature gets down to minus two hundred and two hundred degrees uh, Fahrenheit, which is for Celsius. I think it's minus one, you know, one twenty or one thirty, which is really cold. It's a dry cold. It's nothing you can't handle, but it's definitely something your body has never felt. Um, that kind of atmosphere. So the reason it has to be that cold is because we're basically shocking the system into a, a kind of healing optimal state. When you're when you're in there for three minutes, we lower your core body your your core body temperature is lowered by about 30 degrees. And when that happens, it it trips on the fight or flight response and basically oxygenated blood moves to all areas of your body. Anything that might need um, any like aches and pains you might ha be having, any kind of arthritis, any kind of like really recovery that you needed. But it's not just for people who work out or people who are hurting or people that have all these aches and pains. There's actually, it's, it's a true transformation of state where you come out and you just feel alive. You feel like a better person. You feel like a better version of yourself. So it's along with that, there's some mood boosting elements. You, you have much better sleep. Um, your sleep because you're, you're resetting the system like th this is all done on a cellular level and it has to be that, that cold for you to get you know it's not comfortable but you have to have it that cold so that you can kind of trip the system if you will and and for even for girls like you i mean the, there's also some skin benefits so it's kind of like a magic box and and it really just it it, it it can do a lot of things for a lot of people it's really cool wow that's very interesting that's nice where what? are you from originally well i was born in ukraine but i'm russian i was like an eastern part of ukraine so i don't speak ukrainian i speak russian and my last name is russian so and i go by olya <laughs> olya olya well this will be this would be like russian temperatures like in the heat <laughs> of the winter this is kind of yeah. what you'd be feeling so for this this will be like a walk to the mailbox no, no problem. No way. It's like, it's not as bad. Right? It's just four seasons. And well, it got one time minus 35 Celsius when I was leaving to US in 2006. That was like the coldest year out, like ever in, I mean, at that time, but it doesn't get like, maybe like 10 degrees, maybe zero. I mean, depends. Well yeah, but you trust me, no one is even no one here in Atlanta, Georgia has felt the coldest that <laughs> some some of us have ever felt has maybe been like uh, minus ten degrees Celsius or my, yeah. maybe yeah, maybe five degrees Fahrenheit, maybe on a windshield. Like you, yeah. you have a little bit more experience. We just have to make sure that you can't wear one of your furry coats because you have to wear your your bikini or bra and underwear in there because you have to expose the skin to cold. That's one of the other benefits of this is okay. that I get to tell girls to, um, um, you know, not in a creepy way. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Only you. Okay. <laughs> what is the best advice you can give to a young entrepreneur who is starting their own business? Oh, man, the best entrepreneur. Well, I've started a couple other. I started I had an app brokerage. I've had an app. 
I've kind of done some stuff in the tech space and the best advice I can give someone who's a young entrepreneur who's wanting to do this is that you've got to stay committed. There's always going to be and perseverance. There's always going to be more work, more grind. There's always going to be unforeseen circumstances that come up and you're going to want to like the, 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 there's going to be a part of you and like a, a that's going to be wanting you to say, okay, it's not going to work. You should just, you, you should stop. You, you know, this isn't for you. And that doubt, you've got to push those thoughts to the side and you've got to stay the course and have faith and just persevere because it, it really is like that meme where it has the guy digging through uh, the, the ground where he's so close to the diamond and he only has like two or three more like strokes of the ax to get there. Like, that literally is how the universe and God work. I feel like they, you've got to just keep pushing and, and, and burn the boats. I think Tony Robbins says it best where he's like, you've got to have where you literally can't, you cannot run away from it. You cannot give up on it. You burn the boats. It is your last resort. I don't care if it's you invest in your own money. You've you got to find what you really, your heart is passionate about and persevere. I mean, that's kind of the best, the best way um, the best way I would describe it. And for what I'm doing now, it's it's a beautiful, even though, and I used to be like, is this for me? Because it wasn't my idea. I've, I've completely, because, because I was able to see how much of this is me, I don't think all ideas have to come straight from inside. I feel like some, sometimes things are presented to you and you have to like, you know, opportunities presented with you, put to you and you have to kind of gauge how your heart reacts to it, how it aligns with your values and your strengths. And then, you can kind of run with it. And that's kind of where I feel very blessed to be in the situation that I am now. That's amazing. What inspires you every day? What inspires Tribble every day? Um, I am a man of routine. I am a man of newly adopted routines. I, I'm really good at, at I, in my thirties, Olga, I've had to adopt, um, balance because I'm really good at flying by the seat of my pants and going on trips and traveling and living like you know living life like very just kind of free I guess you could say like I lived on a boat in 2015 I literally took off for six months and I lived on a boat sailing around the world with this guy this Aussie guy that I met on Yacht Week and so I, I feel like and but in the past three or four years, I've realized that you have to have your foundational stuff. You have to have your meditation time if, if that's something you do. You have to have your different modalities that keep you grounded. Your your circle, your circle of friends, your sphere of influence, your your routines, taking care of yourself, self love, all these things. Kind of like you can't lose sight of those whether whether it be a relationship that you're in it's valentine's day coming up we, we need to make sure that we talk some you know some of the some of the relationship advice but <laughs> no no one no one no thing no opportunity no job no mercury and retrograde nothing should take you away from what kind of helps you get grounded and that's what has inspired me to kind of really seek and to learn more about is is for me because because the other stuff comes comes pretty naturally to me. But but as far as kind of like taking care of yourself first, I have a saying that if you take care of yourself first, it's not a selfish thing because when your cup 
when your cup overflows and your essence and your energy and your vibe just overflow naturally, that's when real life living is happening. Like when you're not forcing anything on anybody, when it's just truly your, your light is shining, that, that's a really cool place to be. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And sometimes people say that when you actually take care of yourself and you look good, you feel good, you can actually give out more, like, you know, you project more positive energy to other people and you can actually give out more to the world by taking care of yourself better. Because when you like drained and you can't really give anything to anybody because you're not complete yourself. No, and that's why, I, exactly, that's why I've, look, I've been, I have taken a, a, a year and a half off of really serious dating, and, and it's weird, I'm, I'm, I'm at that age where my mom's being like, when are you going to bring home a grandkid? And I'm like, I, look, I've kind of got to, I've got to be selfish right now, I've got to literally step myself up, and, and, and so that I can find that natural flow, and so I can fill my cup up. I, I took a lot of time off in my 20s, and I lived this very, very hedonistic, I'd say, very, like, you know, into, I, I was I was living a kind of spiritual existence, but I was living more of, like, a just kind of whatever felt good at the time I was going to do, whether that was a trip or a party or, you know, anything that goes along with, you know, I was just kind of living very free and by the seat of my pants and then I lost a little bit of who I was through that and my cup I would say you know my cup was not full and that is why I've kind of taken this time to be selfish and, and selfish it doesn't mean just like there's there's two kinds of selfish there's destructive selfish and there's purposeful selfish and mine is very purposeful right now where I'm literally getting all my ducks in a row I'm, I'm doing a lot of self-care um, healing, all that kind of stuff so that I can move forward for the rest of my life with just a true full cup, ready to, sh ready to pour on anybody who will, who will listen to me, including That's this podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What was the best compliment you ever received? Uh, the best compliment I ever received was when not basic blonde, uh, asked me to be on her podcast tonight. Oh, I'm so flattered. <laughs> the worst compliment was that she didn't invite me to come do it in person. Next one we do, we're going to have to do it in person. If well, you know, because the thing is, in Atlanta, there's like no nice recording studios. And that's why I'm trying to find one, but I haven't found one. Like LA has Dream Media, whatever, studio. And it looks nice and like, you know, kind of trending stuff. In Atlanta, I, I, how, long, how long have you been in Atlanta now? Well, 14 years. Okay. Well, I, I've been here 10 and I, I will, I, let me do you the favor of doing some, I know some guys that would probably be able to get us in some kind of studio setting. Okay. So, <laughs> let, let, let me take on that favor. Let me let, let, let that part of my full cup. Okay. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Deal. And we're going to film it, though. The, here, here's the worst part about this is you have the best style and look and vibe and energy. And you need to be putting stuff out more than just our voice. I, I know our voices are very, very, very sexy. You don't know. I'm working on some projects, but I can't disclose it yet. But Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> so like that will be big projects, but... Not yet. I can't tell you yet. 
Okay. I respect that. Yeah. Are you currently working on any projects? So my baby. So listen, my I I have very cool things that that like have come on my table. Like I did a very really cool event with Malibu last year where we went down to the Dominican Dominican Republic. And we were there for four days and we did this big activation. It was all these creators and influencers from around the world. And it was like one of the coolest things ever. And, and what I told myself is I want to get paid to travel, be around new people, having new experiences and just I, and I want to do that. Like I want to somehow make that to where I can do that full time. But like I was telling you earlier about in this conversation that unless you have your foundation, like it's easy to kind of, it's like a model, it's like a non-full-time model that's just counting on that next gig. When you're putting pressure on yourself to live your hobby or live your dream and you don't have anything in place foundationally, it's, it, it, it almost changes the energy. And the same thing happened with me when I was trying to be an influencer full-time and do it all the time. It just took all the joy out of it. And But I have a couple of things in the works that are, you know, nothing crazy i'm going to do some stuff with at&t for the final four here but what it's my, my baby right now is as i've kind of pulled myself a little bit off the map i used to do a bunch a lot more trips traveling i've got a couple of plane or uh, flights that i'm coming up that i'm going to obviously do some plane videos for because i i feel like i've been i haven't been doing as many of those but i love doing those but um but my baby, Olga, is is just really pouring into this business and, and really the marketing, getting people in the door, just, just really, you know, impacting people through everything that we have with Cryo Evolution, which is our, which is my cryotherapy store. You know, we opened it in November of last year, so we're still in the infancy stage. And I know that the more I can kind of get this off the ground and get going, the more freedom I'll have for all the other, you know, big ideas that I want to do. I'll have more more room for those down the line. That's awesome. Well, where can our listeners connect with you? Uh, on uh, on Instagram at Tribble Reese, T R I B B L E R E E S E. Uh, Facebook, you can search me, but I'm really mostly mostly on Instagram, Instagram and Twitter some, but Instagram is my main hub. And MySpace, if you're interested. Is anybody on MySpace anymore? No, I don't think it existed. <laughs> well, I'm trying to bring it back because it was really cool playing, being able to play your song when you landed on your homepage. I thought that was a very creative way. Oh, I've had it like in 2008. Oh my God, how many years? So 12 years ago. <laughs> so long ago. Yeah. After our conversation tonight, would you put me on your top eight? <laughs> I don't even have, I think myspace anymore <laughs> would you have if myspace still existed <laughs> i guess i would yeah that's the best compliment that's the best compliment <laughs> i've ever received i'm so glad <laughs> <laughs> so guys that was it for today and i hope you enjoyed my podcast and thank you so much for being my guest absolutely Thank you so much for having me. Will you say your last name for me? Yes, and I go by Olya. It's O-L-Y-A. Olga is my full name. I don't go by Olga. <laughs> Why? I, I thought you said Olga. Olya. No, Olya. I thought you said... <laughs> okay, Triple Reese and Oli, Olga. Olya. 
I like your last name is Reese better. <laughs> I do too, but hey, why when I added you on Skype, it said, oh, where did I read Olga? I read it somewhere. Well, that was my work email. Like, that okay, was... then have your work email no, have your name. Actual, um, like project management email. Well, I go by my full name sometimes. I don't go by my full name in, in like social media world. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us just talking names and doing the damn thing. Yeah. Olya. Last name is Novozilova. Novozilola. No Novozilola. Mm, close. It's very close. Novozilova. 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 There it no. is. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll have to we'll have to discuss this next time we do our next podcast. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. For yeah. Real. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. That was it for today, guys. And this episode definitely made my day. It was so much fun recording and so much fun editing because Tribble is definitely a character. And I hope you enjoyed it as well. You can always leave me a review on iTunes. And you can find this podcast on Instagram. Is nbb podcast and you can find me on instagram as well it's not basic blonde underscore thank you guys for tuning in to not basic blonde podcast and enjoy your day sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.